So Route 6 is designated both as a state bike route and U.S. Bike Route 36. Um, it's the second largest in Pennsylvania. One of our primary focuses over the past couple of years with the organization has been to develop on bicycle tourism initiatives. Uh, we recently unveiled, brace yourself, Tony, six signature bicycle loops across six. We also launched a Trans-Pennsylvania Cycle Tour, which is linking 20 heritage communities together across the whole 11 county corridor. That's Candace Hilliard, Executive Director of the PA Route 6 Alliance, our newest guest on Transforming Small Business, a show that spotlights small rural businesses in Erie County, Northwest Pennsylvania, and beyond. Join us as we discuss success stories, as well as the unique set of challenges these businesses and their leaders face every day. On today's podcast, you'll learn about the impact that PA Route 6 has on regional tourism. Then hear Candace talk about several key economic development initiatives the PA Route 6 Alliance is involved with. And finally, learn why her organization chose Cory to host its annual conference this fall. Join host Tony Payronell as he sits down with our guest. Welcome to this episode of Transforming Small Business. I'll be talking with Candace Hilliard, Executive Director of the PA Route 6 Alliance, which actually held its annual conference in Cory this October. Candace, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it and want to extend you a very warm welcome. Thank you so much, Tony, for having me. Sure thing. It's our pleasure. I, I think most of our listeners are aware that PA Route 6 is a scenic and historic highway that runs along Pennsylvania's northern tier. But I'm guessing that many don't really know about your organization. Why don't we start with you giving us a nutshell description of what the PA Route 6 Alliance is all about? Uh, Route 6, we're one of the 12 designated state heritage areas in Pennsylvania. Uh, we're established in 2003 and managed to manage the Route 6 corridor and implement our management action plan, uh, branding and marketing plans, community development programs, and other planning efforts along the corridor. We work really hard to preserve and enhance, promote the treasured resources that contribute to their shared sense of place and initiate heritage tourism development strategies that will build more uh, sustainable local economies and enhance the quality of life in every community across the Route 6 corridor. We use representatives from all of the 11 counties. We also partner with 11 convention and visitors bureaus across the corridor. We also share um, some of our, our, our resources with four other heritage areas, the local development district districts and chambers and business owners. Okay. Now, until I got reeled into an annual family fishing trip at Pine Creek near Galton, which is the cool little town where the Alliance is headquartered, I didn't grasp the huge geographical area that Route 6 encompasses. Uh, Erie County would represent the western fringe of that area, I presume. Even though tourism is a big part of what you support and promote, I was still surprised when I talked to John Oliver, CEO of Visit Erie, and he placed such significance on the Route 6 corridor as a tourist attraction. Talk to us a little bit 
about the significance of tourism along the corridor and why you think it resonates so strongly, even here in the northwest corner of the state? Absolutely. Uh, the significance of tourism across the Route 6 corridor is often referred to the Grand Army of the Republic Highway um, as substantial. So Route 6 is one of the largest transcontinental highways in the United States, and it stretches all the way from Massachusetts all the way to California. Um, Tony, did you know that Route 6 in Pennsylvania is 427 miles long? I, I had an idea only when I started having to make this the, the the fishing trip. I mean, and people would say, you know, Potter, and then I'd get through Potter County and just to the other side and then Tioga. And and I'm telling you, and until I came to Galton for this trip, I had no idea the distance that was represented. Yes, it's a long. It's the regional quarter goes across several different um regions. So the Pocono Mountains region, the Great Lakes region, the P.A. Wilds region, um, Endless Mountains region. So it makes it all very special. And it's funny that you come over to Galeton, which is where our office is located, Mm -hmm. um, because I go, uh, I live here and I've been living here for 20 years and I love it. I have Pine Creek in my backyard. So I'm I'm blessed with uh, um, that water source and good fishing right in my right in my backyard. But I vacation over to Presque Isle um, and I take huh. my camper and I come over over to your guys' area. So it's funny how we choose where we where we go and, and where we vacation. But everything is it's ties together the scenic Route 6 ties together scenic attractions, historic sites, culture experiences, recreational activities, tourism promotion and marketing, and of course the really neat uh, road trips. Um, so Route 6 includes the Great Lakes and it passes through a large diverse range landscapes, mountains, um, historic towns, and we even have a couple of cities, one in Erie and then one over in Scranton. Right. Yeah. And even then the trek that I make you know, from from the Erie area over, you know, to Gilton, the, the, some of those, the, the the towns you cross through, it just, it just really cool, really attractive, uh, all, almost kind of represent a throwback era sort of small town. Yeah, and you're passing, you're connecting, we have 20 heritage communities, so you're passing each one of them, you're not on a highway. Um, right. So part of your your destination is the trip. Exactly. That's exactly the feeling. Now, obviously, our show focuses on small business and its role in regional economic development. I recently learned about the Artisan Trail as one of your key initiatives. To me, that seems to be a perfect blend of tourism and the beauty of the region with the unique creativity, craftsmanship, and culture that is demonstrated by many of the small businesses included therein. Would you say my description is accurate? And can you tell us more about the Artisan Trail, including the ways it facilitates economic development? Tony, that's a a really great uh, and perfect description. Um, So it is accurate. Uh, Our Artisan Trail was started in around 2004, and the goal was to raise awareness of the arts and creativity industry across the Route 6 corridor. Um, The trail has grown larger year after year and now has a network of over 400 plus uh, Northern Pennsylvania artisans, creative businesses, cultural organizations, tourism businesses, and also art supporters. Um, the success of the artisans and our organizations has proven to enhance the economy, the cultural and quality of life across the region. 
Um, just this past summer, we held two different uh, PA Route 6 Makers Markets events that were held in two different counties to promote the regional crafters and artisans and agricultural producers uh, from a variety of art disciplines, including pottery, photography, handmade jewelry, woodworkers, wineries, breweries, everything art related. It sounds exciting. Mm -hmm. um, it gave many of artisans the opportunity to sell their products during the course of the two different events. Um, as well as they could also sell wholesale. So we, our artisan trail is meant for the makers across Route 6, so made on 6. Um, so that money goes local. It it's, stays local. It's money that's coming into the corridor. Uh, it's being purchased supplies. These, it, it's giving the jobs to the artisans and then also supplying um, the travelers, visitors, business people with product for their, for their businesses, um, as well as for the visitors who come into the area. So I wanted to let you know that we are, we want to expand and have another maker's market um, so we had two, like I said, this past summer over in uh, the Endless Mountains region. And uh, with our new grant that's coming up, we'd like to host um, a maker's market. So over in the Great Lakes region in 2024. So I'll be reaching back out to you on that one. Oh, cool. That's 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 something really cool to look forward to. Yeah. Now, I don't typically associate bicycles with regional economic development, but I also don't know much about your free bike-friendly business program. Can you explain that program to our listeners and how it helps businesses? I can, yeah. Um, but I want to give you just a little bit of background as to why we decided to go with a bicycle-friendly business program. Um, Great. So Route 6 is designated both as a state bike route and U.S. Bike Route 36. Um, it's the second largest in Pennsylvania. One of our primary focuses over the past couple of years with the organization has been to develop on bicycle tourism initiatives. Uh, we recently unveiled, brace yourself, Tony, six <laughs> signature bicycle loops across six. Six signature bicycle loops across six. So one of them is in um, Erie County. It, it encompasses Presque Isle. There's a beautiful bike loop over there. We also launched a Trans-Pennsylvania Cycle Tour which is linking 20 heritage communities together across the whole 11 county corridor. So as more visitors explore PA Route 6 on bicycle, businesses throughout the region stand to benefit from an increased customer and spending at shops and restaurants and overnight accommodations. Right. This, these visitors, so cyclists, they're traveling on bicycle. So they spend, they tend to spend more money in our small businesses. They stay at locally owned operated hotels and lodges. They eat at our neighborhood restaurants and they enjoy recreational activities. And this is why we developed the Route 6 Bike Friendly Business Program. It's developed to be able to help the businesses in the entire region become more bicycle friendly and attract more cycling visitors directly into their businesses. We start by having a business fill out a self-assessment questionnaire and it's easy to use uh, it's a tool to see mm -hmm. exactly how bicycle friendly they are today and how they can identify ways to make the visitor feel most welcome in the future. So before they submit an online application, they need to commit that they're going to provide at least three bicycle friendly accommodations, um, such as, and these are really easy. It's, it's not rocket science. Um, if you're a cyclist and you're coming into a town, is there a place that someone can park their bicycle safely in order to walk into your business. Um, a lot of these bicycles, I know, like as I've just 
have recently over the past couple of years have purchased two and they're very, they're very expensive. Right. So the commendations are very simple. So do you offer bicycle parking? Um, do you offer shipping for customers? So if you're traveling on a bicycle, you're not able to take a bunch back with you. So are you able to ship um, bicycle locks or simple repair kits? If they could simply just fill up their water bottle and secure um, some dry parking for overnight stays. So once the application is received by us, it's an online application, we provide the business with signage and additional tools as well as add them to mapping to itineraries and points of interest. Uh, we used uh, we use uh, programs that, uh, such as Google and Ride with GPS. Um, so then businesses are look they're they're on the map. We we mm -hmm. list them as we list them as an itinerary. Um, so over the past year, it's been really successful. We have uh, 32 businesses that have have joined in on the program. It's free. Uh, you just have to be a member of your local CVB. So if you're a member of um, of Erie County Visitors Bureau, you can apply. No charge at all. And we're happy to give businesses any um, anything that they would need, resources, uh, link them up with the top six things to do in the counties, top six things to do within their community. Um, so it's, it's been great. So we'd hope to be able to share this program to more more businesses in Erie County. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I'm 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 sure that will uh, uh continue to grow because I mean cycling is becoming you know such a huge thing and 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 the region seems to fit so well for that. It really does, especially with you guys already embracing the Erie to Pittsburgh Trail and you guys have a um a great cycling communities already. This episode of Transforming Small Business is sponsored by Impact Corey, with financial support from the Erie County Gaming Revenue Authority and technical assistance from Penn West Edinburgh Center for Branding and Strategic Communication, part of the NWPA Innovation Beehive Network. Impact Corey, ECRA, and NWPA Beehive Network, working together to help transform small rural businesses right here in Northwest Pennsylvania. Now, outside of the Artisan Trail and bike-friendly business program, please tell our listeners some of the other ways the PA Route 6 Alliance works to support businesses. Sure. So uh, one of our programs, and you've heard me mention uh, Heritage Communities, just in the in the last, uh, last portion here. So we provide uh, technical assistance to 20 communities across the corridor to develop their own heritage community work plans. That way they can continually improve their communities implement suggestions to their plans and enhance the quality of life for each and every one of their residents. Another program that um, we're very proud of that supports local into businesses uh, is our PA Route 6 facade program. In early 2022, we were awarded $103,000 from DCED. So we partnered with Oil Region National Heritage Area to bring the program to Erie and Crawford counties. So within the past uh, two years, we've worked to get that program to fruition. We were able to fund 26 businesses in those two counties. Um, so the business matched dollar for dollar, and um, the businesses had matched $176,000 um, with a total investment into the Great Lakes region of over $279,000, which is huge. Mm -hmm. And that money goes, um, you're employing you're employing your local 
insurance companies, your contractors, your you're purchasing your supplies locally at your local hardware store and lumber, and um, not to mention just beautifying your downtowns and your businesses um, to make your businesses look a little look a little bit uh, more attractive. We've seen a domino effect in many of the communities that that um, that we do. So sometimes, if if a business doesn't take advantage of the program. Um, when it's launched, we, we've seen many downtown areas where you're keeping up with the Joneses. So then more businesses side by side uh, do some small improvements to their looks with their facilities. So to date, we've offered the program in nine out of the 11 counties. And I have an application pending right now to offer the program uh, in the Pocono Mountains region. Um, if we get awarded those funds, we would have offered this program in all 11 counties across the corridor. So it's a it's a it's one of our most um, loved programs is the facade program. Wow, you've mentioned so many great programs. What's the best way for someone to learn more about these programs or even just to get more involved with the PA Route 6 Alliance? Sure. Uh, Best way is just connect with us. Give us a call. Follow us on social media. Take a look at our website at paroute6.com and sign up for our monthly newsletters. So we send it out. Um, it goes out to stakeholders, visitors, partners, community members, and businesses. It's a really great resource to find the initiatives and projects that we're working on, and we invite businesses to be a part of. And you never know, you could uh, also see some itineraries about the top six places to view the best fall foliage. Right. Very timely. That would be a, that would be a big bonus right now, for sure. Uh, earlier in the show, we talked about the huge geographic area, all those counties that the, the Route 6 corridor represents, and how Erie County is really on the western fringe. That leads me to two quick questions. Why choose Corey to host your annual conference, and how did things go? Each year we have our um, educational workshop annual meeting and do six award program in the heritage community of the year. So this is given to communities who are uh, working their tail feathers off at creating their best communities. And that with that being said, Corey was the heritage community of the year in uh, in 2022. So they've accomplished so much within their community um, as one of our designated heritage communities. I can tell you that Corey really knows how to roll out that red carpet. And we had a great planning committee um, with your local folks in Corey that really treated all of our stakeholders and partners and participants to uh, make the, the conference such a really great success this year. We also, it was about a year in the making uh, planning. We had a lot of fun planning. Like I said, it's a really great group. That they even created um, an itinerary that is so many local festivities um, and also did it in conjunction with the annual Climax and Corsets Art and Innovation Festival in downtown Cory, uh, which celebrated Cory's legacy and invention of the industry. So that's we wanted to tie it in with both events to get people to come and stay a little longer. And I can tell you that we've had so, so much um, great feedback on that success. So each year we um, chat with our heritage communities and ask them, you know, what are some topics? What do you want to, what do you want to learn about? Um, so the event began with the educational workshop at Relevant Church, and we had um, featured numerous guests and speakers and a variety of topics this year. So it was a, a lot, um, act, adapt, and attract. 
So that was the theme this year for our educational workshop. We had Bill Callahan from the Pennsylvania Museum and Historic Commission, Melinda Meyer from Preservation Erie, and they both presented on the historic elements of adaptive, adaptive reuse. Tina Menjean from the Erie County Redevelopment Authority and Daria Devlin from Hammett Health Foundation and Chuck Gray from Impact Quarry, they discussed the real current projects that they've featured um, and some really great adaptive reuse projects that were done um, in, in Quarry and Erie County. We had um, Matt Platts from the Quarry Hyatt Council and Brad Gleason from Gannon University discussed the importance of fiber infrastructure for developing workforce talent. And we had the PA Wilds and uh, Sean Fedork from Radius Cowork. They gave a presentation on the various facets of remote work and entrepreneurship. And then after 10 different speakers, uh, we had a, a really great walking tour uh, where uh, downtown Cory could showcase a lot of the projects that they have had for adaptive reuse um, that they put their work into action within their within the uh, within Cory. Later that night, we went out to um, Three Pillars Farm, which is another great adaptive reuse project, and had a really great farm to table dinner. Um, and then our annual meeting was held the next day at the Fork and Barrel in Cory, and we went over our Route Six accomplishments, and um, we had Heart and Soul Communities present on uh, their what they've accomplished in the past two years with that program. We had a great lunch, a wonderful keynote speaker, and then um, also gave out six of our awards across the corridor. So one of those awards was um, Hurry Hill Maple. They received an award from Route 6 for their historic preservation, and then Melinda Meyer received a Lifetime Achievement Award. So it was great. Hurry Hill Maple's right outside of Edinburgh, correct? Yeah. I visited it for the first time last weekend. It is it is an amazing place. Um, they actually were a recipient of um, one of our facade grants. So they were, and then they also received, you know, in a, the, an award from us. So it was, yeah, maple, maple history, um, maple, it's a great industry for both, you know, supporting the, the agriculture, tourism, um, history and heritage. And I tell you that Janet and her folks up there have an amazing, amazing facility um, up the Hurray Hill Maple Farm and Museum in Edinburgh. Right. Right. Yeah, that's just crazy for you to mention that. I had to I, I kind of paused and I thought, wait, that's the that's where I was just at for the first time last weekend. And uh, and we did think it was uh, uh, really cool, really cool. And I, I know we've I mean, it sounds like you've really you really ran the gamut with that conference um, and and covered a whole lot of things. I feel like we've run a pretty uh, long gamut in, in this interview and all the things that we've touched on. But I, I want to close by asking you if there's anything else that you would like to share with our listeners. I say learn more about what Route 6 is. We would love to be able to support you. Um, jump in on our website, join our newsletter. We have so many different, it's a spaghetti diagram of the projects and the initiative that Route 6 does, everything from um, businesses all the way down to the residents to partnerships with the, with organizations and state agencies. So there's definitely something for everyone. And I hope to be able to 
offer more programs in Erie County and have residents and businesses be a part of Route 6 and join our programming. Super. Well, I'm sure that that we would really, really love to do that down um, on in, on this end of the corridor for sure. So, Candace Hilliard of the PA Route Six Alliance, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You've been listening to Transforming Small Business, a podcast sponsored by Impact Corey, funded by the Erie County Gaming Revenue Authority, and released through Penn West Edinburgh Center for Branding and Strategic Communication. Thank you to our guests for sharing their expertise and to you, our listeners, for taking the time to learn about small rural businesses with us. Special thanks also go to Corey Indie Group Slim and Red for our music. Consider subscribing if you like this episode to get more as soon as they drop. And if you really enjoyed it, jump over to Apple Podcasts for a five-star review. Thank you for listening.